The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. So what was he telling you exactly? Because I feel like this could be important. Well, I feel like the lesson that I learned overall from what he told me is to never slow down when you're trying to be nice to someone. You need to just like be nice and go. Because he did alert me, though, to the fact that the world is currently ending. And, so, um, and, and he the knows Bible, this for a fact. The Bible was wrong, and now... Now is when it's happening because okay. of all the volcanoes and the geysers. The volcanoes and, and the geysers and the geysers. Old, okay. fa- you know what he he specifically said. We need to get we yeah. need to get to the bottom line here, and we need to figure out what's going on with this. All right, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have. Have lots to get to today, but I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, that's my favorite link to click on, Greg. <laughs> favorite. Sarah's favorite link. If I had Sarah's a link that was favorite my favorite thing which to I do. do. Sarah, tell us about your favorite link. Well, I mean, I screw going to the pool or like doing anything outside. What I like to do is stay inside, and I like to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Amazon link and shop to my heart's content. Sarah, you can shop anywhere you want. That's true. I could even go to the pool and shop there. You sure could. Oh, and just with a click of the button, with two clicks of the button, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, yep. and then I go to that, and then I click on that Amazon Amazon link, and then I'm set. Yep, two clicks of the button, and there you go. Click, 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 and that's it. And then you're done, and you're doing a wonderful thing for the day. So if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link right there. That's all you got to do. Okay. Go to our website, click on that. Yes. All right. Now, we're going to get to, this is this is a part two episode of Fun Employment Radio. We don't do these very often, mm-hmm. but we started off yesterday, and we're going to get to this here in just a little bit, but yesterday's episode, we gave a very detailed history of Sarah's apartment and Wallman. And so coming up here in just a little bit, I'm going to continue on with where we were, where we kind of left off with the Wallman saga yesterday, which was looking at the paintings. I'll give a little bit of a recap, but we'll get into that here in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, Sarah's had another adventure <laughs> involving involving somebody that she met, a new friend, perhaps. Oh, you never know. Strangers <laughs> are just friends you haven't met yet. Now, this has to do with, uh, you know, there are people who are without homes here in Portland. and I'm, I don't know that for sure. I mean, I don't know for sure if this particular person is, but there are people definitely who don't have homes, and there are people who are also on the streets who do have homes. Who, who you are, give moldy old granola bars to. I've never given a moldy your... anything to anybody. I might have given a smush granola bar to somebody I accidentally thought was homeless when, in fact, they were just sitting <laughs> out in front of a Starbucks, which who sits outside of a Starbucks if they aren't hungry? So I'm just sitting here. Yo, okay. Thanks. Thanks for granola bar. So Sarah's just handing out granola bars. When's the last time you've been sitting on the street in front of the, a Starbucks door? I don't know. You don't know what I do on my own that's time. That's true. I don't know. Maybe that's exactly what I do. All right. Anyway, yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't ago. tell people what I do on my own this time. This time, this person was sitting in, a, in an area where I could tell that they, you know, that they were sitting there. They were outside of a grocery store where I could see that they were positioned in a way that I believe that if they were to be offered something, uh-huh. they would accept said yeah. things. Okay. Yes. So um, when I was riding my bike in today, I, I drove to the grocery store, rode my bike to um, get some things, and I noticed that this guy was sitting out there, and I've seen him before, but um, I've like tried to actually get him something before, but then he's been gone by the time I like look back out to see after I've been done shopping, and he wouldn't be there. Um, but he was still there today, and he has a little dog that he has with him. Okay. So he has a little buddy. So it's this guy and his little buddy, 
And um, he was sitting outside, like leaning against one of the posts out uh, in front of this grocery store that I was at. And I'm like, okay, well, the guy's here with his dog today. It's really hot. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm, okay, so today I'm going to be out. I'm like, I don't have a lot of money, but you know what? He doesn't have any either, so it's fine. It's hot. I'm going to get him some stuff and something for the little dog. So I went and got the little dog some, um, you know, a couple of those little, like, wet, little dog, like, wet bowl food dog things. And Wait, wet bowl food dog things. What I'm, I'm trying to I'm dog trying to bowl like, things. Search through everything you said. You, like a can of wet food? Yeah, like a can, not a can, but it, they're like these little like um, like little packs that you can get for dogs that have like a little plastic opener, and so he can like sit and eat at eat at. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had those things. Yeah, so they're really cute. The wonders never cease. Yeah, and then got uh, the dude like a sandwich and some um, and some chips and like some water. So I went out there and uh, and I was like, hey, I was like, hey, man, just wanted to give this to you. Have a good day. And so I just like handed him, you know, the stuff. And he was like, well, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Did you know that it's the end of the world? <laughs> and so I that's was exactly like, how he just launched right into it? I am on my bicycle. Like, n- I didn't get off my bicycle. I'm on, you know, sitting there, like, one leg leaning over, like, just giving him this, like, you know, the handful of stuff. I had uh-huh. it, like, all, like, in my hands. I'm like, there you go. You know, like. So his dog food, what else was in there again? Just A dog food, a water. I got him a sandwich and um, and some chips. That's very nice. That's a oh, very that's nice fine. thing yeah. to do. Yeah. But, I mean. Yeah, so I so I gave it to him, and I was just like, and I was just getting ready to take off because I'm just like cool. So I handed it to him, and Biscuit was like, "Hey, thank you so much. I so I, I really appreciate it. This is." He also said, "This is his favorite kind of dog food. He's going to be so excited." And I'm like, "Oh, that's great!" Yeah. And that's how he hooked me. I think that's how he got me to stop. Oh, uh-huh. he got me to stop for a beat, right? Because I mean, it's this adorable little dog, and he's like, "Oh, this is his favorite. He's going to love it." And so I paused for a second, like. Oh, thanks. And he's like, oh, by the way, did you know that we're currently in, d- in the end of the world? And it didn't really happen before, but you know how the Bible had predicted before that there was going to be the end of the world? But now it's actually the end of the world because you know that it's not going to be the earthquakes. It's going to be the volcanoes. Have you heard about all the volcanic stuff that's happening around the world? Have you heard about Old Faithful? Old Faithful isn't faithful anymore. He said, Old Faithful isn't faithful anymore. He's like, did you know that people are getting squirted by Old Faithful? Did you know that there's a volcano in Alaska that's going off and all these other ones that are happening? And do you know, like, would you live in an apartment or a house? Because if you don't know where your gas main is, you know that your house is going to explode, Oh, right? my gosh. So he launched into all of this. And he was very well-spoken. It was so weird. He did not flub a single like word. Like, he just, like, launched into that. Was there any breath in there? Was he waiting no, for any but answers? He, was, he just went straight He was forward. not letting a breath out because he knew that, uh, that you know, that would give me a cue. Because I was trying to go because I'm like, I had to get to the studio. But I didn't want to be rude. You know, but I was just kind of like, all right, he's just, he's not stopping talking. Uh, so he started going, going out. And then, so, and then he started saying all the stuff about, you know, YouTube views. And I was starting to think that maybe he wasn't so crazy because he was talking so coherently and seemed uh-huh. really like he was just kind of talking, you know, it's like in global warming is causing all these guys. Just going right into it. Just going right into it after I'd just given him some food and some food for his dog. I'm like, I just wanted to pet your dog, man. And, uh, so uh, I'm like, all right, well, and then he's starting to make a little sense. And the second that I'm thinking, wait, like, he started to make sense just a little bit because he just seemed like he was talking more about global warming and how, you know, the environment, like more of that. But again, and then you're just the random lady that gave him dog food. Yes. Dog food and, and some food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he immediately switched. Like when I was thinking, I'm like, oh, this guy is like, you know, he's, he's really coherent and he's talking about these things with passion. And he's, I don't know. Were you, wait, were you falling for it? No, I wasn't really falling for it, but no, I was <gasps> Sarah. Just, no, I was listening. Oh my gosh, you just basically almost joined a cult right there. Yeah, no, I, I didn't because he was going to be. Holy crap! This is like the biggest test that we have had. I know on this show talking no, just about for a who would be more. Okay, fine. Okay, 
So just for a second, just for a second, I was thinking, I'm like, well, he's not as crazy as he looks. I thought about, and then he's, and then he went on to say, and I quote, "Did you know the thing about Hillary Clinton eating babies is totally true?" Wait, 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 wait. Did you know the thing about Hillary Clinton eating babies is totally true? I know that. I know that because the deep state is trying to cover it. The deep state is trying to cover up the fact that Hillary Clinton would buy babies to eat them. Wow. And that's when I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Because all of it was that's just about incredible. volcanoes. Well, at first, because he had started about the end of the world, and he said Bible like once, but not a lot. Right. And then he started going into the volcanoes. <laughs> and this is all this morning before the show. This is like an hour and a half ago. Oh my God, this guy's amazing. He's got him all his, all his bases covered. All of it. And then he said, do you know that? Because I thought, I was like, okay, well. Um, he's got global warming. Warming. He's got earthquakes. He's got God. He's got volcanoes, the government. Volcanoes and geysers. Volcanoes and geysers. He thinks that geysers and are And then Hillary killing. Clinton's eating babies. Hillary Clinton's eating babies. And we don't know about that because he knows because he has some intel. But the he's deep He's got the state, inside scoop. He has, no, not... Have you noticed that these people never say inside scoop? They say intel. I've got the intel. I've got intel. Yeah. And he said, I have intel on it. He's like, the deep state covered it up because he's like, that whole thing where it's like, it was, you know, where they were saying that, you know, she was, he's like, no, it was true. She was actually eating the babies. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Okay. And he's like, if you'd like to find out more about this, you should go to YouTube and look up this guy, Alex Jones. Oh, no. And I was like, is that what he said? Enjoy your sandwich, bro. I think, but he was real. I really think that he genuinely believed it. Like, I believe in well, the good. Well, that's Im- worse than anything. I know. He believes. <laughs> but I mean, like, the Alex Jones thing was like, it was awful, but it was like nothing compared to when he was just fully 100% committed to telling me that Hillary Clinton ate babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, where do you think he got that from? I know, exactly. Yeah. So that oh, was weird. Wow. So I'm Wait just like, all right, well, enjoy your sandwich, bud. I'm like, bye, bud. I'm like, to the little dog, I'm like, bye. So like, you don't know if this guy was homeless or not? I've seen him... From um, like I know my you know how you know like the people in your neighborhood he's been in my neighborhood for uh-huh. a while I don't I don't know if he is homeless per se I mean like he has he has clothes like his dog is uh, like cared for gotcha okay. yeah so it isn't like all right I mean he seems okay and he seemed I mean as as batshit as he was he seemed very like coherent yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it did. At, at one point, he did say, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, "And I'm sorry that I won't stop talking." It's just I had some head trauma before, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh, okay. So maybe the, maybe that's more what we're dealing with. But here. I think that that was what he also used to like hook me in for a little bit long because that was right before. Or he's genius about it. I think that he might be genius. Well, okay. Ignoring he was the so, last, like eloquent in the way he was like until the the baby eating okay, well, stuff. Going on a journey to ignore the. If we, if possible, just for fun, um, let's ignore the Hillary Clinton eating babies comment and the Alex Jones things. Going back to before that, you starting to fall for what he was I saying. I wasn't falling for it. I was but just. But you said it was starting to make sense. I didn't say it was starting to make sense. I misspoke. I was saying that like it didn't sound as crazy as I thought it would. Okay. See, what I'm not this saying sounds that like I bel- to me is it answers a couple of different questions. It's a couple of different things. And like what? One is we have had this discussion on the before here uh, on the show of who would join a cult, who would be most likely to be influenced, who would be most likely to be a leader of one. You just answered that question in spades. I mean, you answered it. I'm not. I wouldn't join a cult. Oh, you already thought the street guy talking about the geysers and the volcanoes. Well, I thought when he was talking about the guy, he's just like, oh, yeah, I just loved his line about old guys are not being uh, the old faithful, not being faithful anymore. I mean, and there's a little little bit of truth to like all of those things. 
Except and that's the, what made it believable. Again, minus ignoring the, the minus Hillary the end Clinton part. Eating, yes. Um, but I, that's what made it believable is because he was saying it because he was like, oh, you, you know, I mean. You would join the cult. Mm, I would mm, make mm. a fantastic cult leader of just spouting nonsense and babble. I mean, I could do that all day long. I could wind me up. I could do that all day long. Give me enough coffee and juice. I will say all kinds of shit. You know, but I'll be able to, I, I, think, I, I think I could work it out to convince people. Because there's people like you out there who will sit there and I'll have one thing in there and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, all right. But then he so lost you would me. Join like, he swung well, way Well, yeah, he swung like, way hard. He, like, he, he was setting up the play hard. and then he had a swing and a fucking miss because uh-huh. he was just like, he went to, and I was like, well, okay. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to, because I had, I did have to go, but like I was sitting there thinking to him for a while and then as soon as he started the crazy shit, I'm like, oh, this is show, show content. Like, I hadn't even thought of it before because I wasn't going to say anything. And then as right. soon as the, uh, he's like, and you know that she ate bait. I'm like, oh, there it is. Okay. Oh, there, we found I'm like, it. I'm like, I was just going to keep this to myself. And but, uh, we found it. Okay. But there's that. All right. Well, anyway, I, I think that we learned a so lot anyway, about you today. And I want to say, like, uh, you know, always, you know, give when you can and if you'd like. And uh, if you can learn anything from me, just uh, don't slow down when you try to do something nice for somebody. Yeah. Like, don't let them, don't let them hook you in with the crazy. Right. Or do. I mean, whatever I, you'd like. I, I'll do that. I'll, I'll pick up some stuff for people, you know, if I, especially like outside Safeway or whatever. You know, if I'm going in, I'll be like, oh, what's hot outside? There's some water and, you know, food or something. Um, and for the most part, yeah, you, I think people are uh, appreciative of it. Yeah, but I you do you'd... get some, some people that are not or they're, or they're the crazy ones. Oh, yeah. No, because that's what I was figuring because I've never seen him move or do anything. He just kind of sits there and pets his dog all day. Yeah. So I was not anticipating any kind of communication. What was lying deep inside of him was that. No. Or not I, even deep, right at the surface. Just right there in front of you this entire time was that crazy. No, honestly, I didn't even think that he could speak because I've just seen him around for months and he's just always so quiet. And he was just like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh-huh. it. This is my dog. It was just, I was so caught off guard. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it was it was an interesting morning. Wow. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, this is real life. That's some bonkers stuff. Yeah, and that was right after I had actually just, um, this is the segue, taken my bike out of the basement to ride over here today. All right, so shall we continue on with Wallman Part 2? <sighs> Someday we're going to circle back around, though, to this thing that we just started, because I think there's more here. But uh, let's let's move on to Wallman Part 2. So yesterday's you episode. You did tell me somebody to look up on YouTube, too, somebody named Margaret. Greeley or something. That's what that's. I just remembered that he was saying that she talks about Margaret. I'm sure it's not somebody that we want to look up. Whatever it is, um, and she talks about because uh, she worked for Yellowstone or something, and she wouldn't sign one of the. Well, is, Yellowstone is a super volcano. That's that's actually true. Yeah, that's true. no. I know, but he was saying that she had to sign a non-disclosure because of all the secrets that she knew about the Earth. Okay, I don't yeah. know. Well, that's okay. that's a whole that's a, a whole other episode we can do mm-hmm. about uh, Sarah's Yellowstone conspiracies. Um, look, if the super volcano blows up, we're we're done for. Oh anyway. yeah, I mean we're you know it'll be slow for us too. It's gonna be one of those slow ones over here. <laughs> really? Yeah, it'll be slow. Yeah, we won't we won't be a, a quick ones. But anyway, um, let's get back to uh, to the other things. Let's get back uh, back to Wallman. So yesterday Wall on yesterday's episode. We talked about Sarah's apartment and the many, many, you know, um, many, many different uh, complexities of Sarah's apartment in that it's an old building. She lives there by herself. There's strange passageways. There's hidden rooms. And there's my theory that I believe somebody lives in the wall. 
And you can listen to all of yesterday's episode. It, it really sums up a lot of things. We go in depth with a lot of this. But to uh, to get on to part two, because there is a part two that we've been waiting for, and I've been waiting for it because I have not been able to see it yet. So the latest development is in the basement of her building. She doesn't know who, but somebody has been putting up weird paintings and portraits and posters on the walls in the in the public basement or the public the apartment basement that everybody uses. Yes. And I went through these. Now these pictures are up at funemploymentradio.com under episode 2056 was when these first paintings came up. And I started to kind of formulate a story about my theory of Wallman, the man who lives in the walls of Sarah's building and what brought him to this point. All right, and we've I talked think about Wallman. the paintings knows. are Giving that, but I want to. I want to just sum up the paintings that we have because this is where we're going to be going. Because I've only seen one wall of the paintings. Now the paintings that have gone up, it's a variety of different things. But uh, it starts off with what appears to be kind of an angelly, demony thing of two people embraced, maybe in lust, in love, in lustful love, lustful love. It goes from there to a painting of a nude woman sitting on a striped sofa couch. Oh yeah, the the woman. Now I believe that the two lovers that we saw in the first one. Don't say lovers. The conflicted lovers were Wallman and his lover. Back when, back before he was Wallman. He was just a normal man about town. A stockbroker of some kind. Uh, Maybe. Maybe that's what he did. And uh, maybe that's what we'll figure out today. So it went from there. That starts the beginning of his relationship. Then it went to the lady sitting there lounging in the couch. And this isn't what Wallman thought was his life was going to be like. Not the nude lady sitting on the sofa, like not doing anything, staying home all day. Why was she at home all day, lying around nude? Because there was another man involved. And we go to the next painting, which shows, and, and this is what this painting is. Again, you can see a picture of all of these. And it is a picture of a, looks like a nude man from the waist up, staring down woefully. Like you almost have to have the Charlie Brown music behind there. Like, oh, for sure. While there's a big, giant, demon, bear, raccoon, sloth, hybrid monster with multiple arms standing over him, almost mocking him, laughing at him, laughing at his shame. Went from there to an Elliot Smith poster because he was sad. So he started listening to some Elliot Smith, mm-hmm. some woeful music. And that's where we kind of left off in the story of Wallman because we're not to the point where he's living in the walls yet. And I think what he's doing by putting up these paintings is trying to show you the path that led him to Wallman and where he's going to be going next. What his next move is, is all told on these walls in your basement. So, Sarah, now I need to see the next paintings because I have not seen the other walls. You said each wall is kind of getting filled up. And so it continues. So this is from the... So like between the Elliot Smith painting and this one is basically just uh, some old sign that really isn't interesting. And then an Audrey Hepburn poster, which you can kind of see a little bit of it. So that's also probably like he's at home watching old black and white movies after listening to Elliot Smith. An Audrey Hepburn poster? Yeah, I mean, it's just right next to the... It's like there's a clip of it that you can see. That's a very important thing. Audrey Hepburn was his ideal woman. That's why he's posting that. That's what he longed for. That's who he thought his lover was going to be. He thought he was marrying into an Audrey Hepburn kind of situation. Instead, he's marrying into, into the nude girl on the sofa hanging out with the neighbor situation. That's what he got himself into. He's like, I know, I want the Audrey Hepburn kind of lady. That's what he was going for. I think that's what he's telling. Again, I'm just trying to interpret. Because it wasn't just depressed watching old black and white movies, because that seems pretty cliche. Like, I thought that that would be good. Oh, no. There's something about Audrey Hepburn in particular that I think is what he's going for. So he thought it was going to be more glamorous than it Mm -hmm. was. 
He's he's yeah, so remembering a, so the this good is a times. Yeah, so this is a breakfast. I'm just he's looking at it right now. He's remembering the good times. It's a breakfast at Tiffany's poster. Okay, so he's remembering the good times when she was like the Audrey Hepburn when they go ballroom dancing because he was taking ballroom dancing lessons for her because he thought that's what she wanted. You know, he was just a stockbroker guy. He was kind of a nerdy guy, and you know, he met this glamorous woman that he thought was just a glamorous well, he just socialite. Stockbroker, and it just has a very stockbrokery feel. Okay, so he, she was a socialite. And that's that was his lover. Wallman's lover was a socialite. Stop saying lover. Okay, so now we continue. Okay. So this is so we're looking at this wall, and the story continues. So at the end of that was the breakfast at Tiffany's picture. Now this is the continuation of okay, the next. Okay, this wall. is where I have no idea. All right, Greg does Please not know. So I'm putting this show in the picture. Show me pa- the continuation. Here. All right, and we need to describe it. Okay, and so this is, this going is to go- the continuation. Of the next wall. Okay, if you're listening live, it's in the live chat right now. If you're this listening, this will be to the, the podcast, first picture. Yep. If you're listening to the podcast, it will be posted under this episode title at funemploymentradio.com, where you're going to be going anyway to click on the Amazon link. Oh, my God. What do we what do we have here? Okay, so this is the first. I need to take this post picture because I'm really confused about what's going on here. This is slightly disturbing me in that this is the next one. He really took a giant leap from that last from where he was with his Audrey Hepburn wannabe lover, is this a, there's a, it's a very distorted, like surreal painting of a woman half covered in red. It looks is like Is that blood. red? Is that blood? I don't oh know, my but it's God. It's kind of a naked woman that kind of looks like she, it looks almost Picasso ish, but instead of like a yeah. blue period, it's like the blood period. Yeah. It's like a, a uh, charcoal kind of drawing, um, not charcoal. I don't know what would you call it's it. More a like sketch. It's ink. Yeah, I'll get it's another. Ink. I'll get a closer picture of that one. But um, okay, and, this is just. I took this this morning. And before it's a I woman left. half covered in blood. Oh, this was a dark time for Wallman. This was a very dark time because what he's doing right now, putting this one up, he's saying, "I either want <laughs> something bad to happen." <laughs> Yes, I realized that some was of the a phrasing of words phrase. that were just used. Also, just for the record, people keep saying, yeah, just that the name of the apartments in the Sunnyside apartment, that is not the name of my apartment building. Thank you, everyone, for looking out for me. They're like, are you no, sure? No, that's that- probably where he met her. I know, it could be. Yeah. I think that he hoarded the signs from where they yeah. first met. Okay, so, oof, this is dark. Yeah, so I know. That's why I've been saving She's covered in blood. I think maybe. And this is not made up. This is the next. Well, so like right next to the wall, this is the continuing like this is after 90 the Audrey degree, Hepburn or, lover yeah. picture. Okay, so it's a, a picture of a what appears to be a bloody a painting of a bloody woman. Um, very. I don't dark. know. If she's bloody. I think it might be like texture, but it looks uh, like it's an unfortunate color choice. Uh, it looks like blood. So here's what I'm saying here. There's a couple of different ways you can interpret this, and I'm, I I choose to interpret it one way. But you could say, Wall Man did something bad. And or Wallman wanted to do something bad, and then whether you're followed through or he didn't, or he's telling you like this is the crime I did. I did that. That was me. I this did is that. me. Oh, he's bragging. I did that. He's bragging. Are these I don't his know. trophies? I don't know. I'm going to choose to believe it this way. I think what he's painting right there is that is the death of the proverbial love, not the lover. The death of the love. It's where he's like, this is over. It's gone. What I wanted out of life. What I dreamed of, what I hoped for with that Audrey Hepburn lover woman that I hoped that she would turn out to be where we were ballroom dancing and I was stuck broken by day, it's gone. His dreams are snapped in half. 
And this is representative, this bloody woman is representative of his dreams dying. Who he was going to be. Wallman, the, this is before Wallman. This is when his name was like Barry. We'll say that was the Barry period. The Barry period died right there. And change started to happen. Something started to happen. Something different. All right, continuing on with the page. Just wow. saying, Sarah, you got to get out of there. <laughs> okay, what does that say right below him? Does it, say be- it says, okay, so this is the weird picture. I mean, it's not creepy, but it just says, be- believe in the bunny. Oh, boy, he's going nuts. And I so, don't, is that like an Easter thing? Uh, like, believe in the bunny. So it just says, believe in the bunny. And it's one, it looks like one of those pictures <laughs> that you might be able to buy at like Ross Dress for Less for like four ninety nine. Yep. That's like, you know, comes with the frame and it's like that script writing. It just says, believe in the bunny. I can tell you what this is, okay. where the start of this is. So at this point, Barry's starting to go crazy. You know, he's, he's starting to go nuts. His stockbroking falls through the window. You know, he, he stops going to the work. You know, he stops stockbroking. He starts not making money. He doesn't leave the room. And he's just sitting there and he's going a little bit crazy. And he's sitting there one night. You know, there starts to be some weird things happening in his room. And because he's going, you know, he's going a little bonkers. His world is crumbling beneath him. But one thing that happens because he's not taking care of himself there's some critters that get in there. Some critters that get into his room. Uh, Keelan's asking, and is there a sale on crack or meth right now? Because Greg sounds like he's getting a hell of a deal. <laughs> Discount on the good stuff. There's, there's some weird things. So imagine he's sitting there in his room. He's all by himself. Yeah, the room, the lights are off. It's dark. He's sitting there alone. His world is crumbled. He's not stockbrokering. He's not taking care of himself. There's food on the ground. And guess what happens? You start to get some rats. You know, you'll get, you'll get some vermin that'll get in there. And so oh, yeah, this is him. somebody like, rap projecting right now. No, I'm telling you what the story is. And so as that's happening, you know, he sees these things out of the corner of his eyes. And he's like, ah, how can I live with this? And, you know, there's two different ways people can go with that. You know, either spiral down or you try to find the mind will grasp at straws, trying to find a way out of this. And in his mind, he sees something out of the corner of his eye. But since he's not doing very well, he doesn't see a rat. He sees a bunny. He thinks it's a bunny. And he's looking at this bunny, and he's like, bunny. And he tries to go over and pet the bunny. He's crazy, right? He's he's crazy. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to pet the bunny, and the bunny will scurry in through a little hole into the wall. And as he's sitting there, he's like, where did you go, bunny? Where did the bunny go? The one good thing, you know, in his mind, this is the one good thing that's coming into his life, like this ray of sunshine, even though really it's just a big old rat. And so... He's, he's looking for the bunny all the time, and he's like, I know I saw okay, it. I have to believe in the bunny. I believe in the bunny because the bunny was here. Right, I think the believe in the bunny picture is like the least interesting out of the four that are I in think this. it's very important. I think that's something like somebody like you without a trained eye will overlook this. All right, so let's go to the top right. Okay, let's, go to, let's continue on here. And again, you can see these pictures at uh, funemploymentradio.com. Right, so first we have the, we have the bloody like Picasso-looking woman. Then we have Believe yeah. in the Bunny. The thir- so there are four pictures in this. The, fourth one, or the third one mm-hmm. is of some sort of like serene riverside or like some sort of park. Yes. Um, so what do you looks think like that a, represents? It looks like a river running through like kind of the country. Well, not the countryside, maybe a suburban maybe a setting. yeah. Uh, there's a sidewalk. There's some kind of a... A building, maybe a church in the it background. It kind of looks like the duck pond I used to go to with my grandpa in Albany. Okay. All before, right. you know, Albany got all messy. Okay. Well, what this is, this is Wallman giving one last attempt at the outside world. And so he's showing, like, hey, at this point, I decided to give it a shot. 
I decided, you know what, I need to get out of this apartment. I need to get out and see the world a little bit, just not spend all day in here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to see some of nature. So he's trying to fight back, fight back against, you know, this world that's being, that he's being sucked into. And he's like, I'm going to get outside. He goes outside. You know, the sun's like ah, blinding him a little bit. It's like, you know, a little bit of a shrieking. <gasps> and Vicky, as he's going, no. let me continue on. And then we'll get to other people's theories. But so, so that painting is representative of him giving the outside world one more shot. But guess what? Doesn't work out too well for him. This is where the problem is. So he's like, you know what? Maybe the world isn't so bad. Maybe it's not all, you know, Hootie McBoobity sitting on my striped couch hanging around with the neighbor guy. You know, maybe I can go out and I can, I can uh, you know, enjoy the world a little bit more. And give it another shot. So he's walking through the park. He's having fun. And that's what leads us to our next picture, which shows didn't work out so well. Turns out the outside world is uglier than his inside world. And the next sign that is on the wall is, I kid you not, it is a target shooting prohibited sign. Penalty of $5,000 or six months in jail. It's a target shooting warning sign with bullet holes in it. With bullet holes. So guess what? Wallman decided to walk down to the park, have himself a good time, get uh, get out into the world again. Guess what? Somebody tries to mug him, and they're chasing him down, and people are throwing rocks at him because he's so pale, and he's like, ah, and he's got his old-timey clothes on because he's been in there for years, and they're like, get out of here, freak. Get out of here, you old man. You know, and they're yelling at him like that. Wow. Well, he wasn't an old man. I know. They were really mean. They were real mean. Yeah. You know, and, and so, well, he was a strange character. And so as they're doing that, they're like, ah, they're throwing things. And he's like, ah, I got to get out of here again. You know, because he, every now and then when the light would hit him, he's like, <laughs> and so it kind of scared people a little bit in a way. It was kind of his fault. But so, so Wallman runs back to the apartment, runs back to the safety of his room. And the one thing keeping him going is the idea of that bunny. And where was the bunny going? He wanted to go where that bunny went. God, would you ever stop talking? The bunny was going into the walls, wasn't he? Yeah, there's must no be something happy. The walls there must be something mammals. happy. I do like bunnies, though. Well, he thought it was a bunny. It was a rat. Okay. Does Grain sound insane right now? Yes. You sound super crazy. Dial it down, Greg. I think people are really starting to have, like, think that you're having a breakdown. I'm telling the story of Barry. All right. Are you ready for the second I'm picture? I'm ready for the next one. Because I'm really curious to see what you interpret from this one. All right, everybody. This is the actual next picture. I am not kidding. In my basement. What is it? I'm next to these. All right, here it is. This is what's hanging there. You can see it's right next to the, right next to the um, no shooting prohibited. Do you see it? Oh my goodness! Wow. Oh, this just makes perfect sense. So is the this the final one? No, there's there's one more. After there's this. one more after this. Okay, I have well, a close up of this bottom one. Okay, too. I'll. I'll <laughs> Wow, this is a scary tale that he is telling. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> okay, so here's what it is. The top picture is of like, it looks like the moon, kind of. I think it might be Earth. Earth. I'm not quite sure. Or the moon. I don't know. It's a planet. Okay, yeah, that one's a little bit weird. I'm not sure what was going through his mind on that one. It's him thinking like, okay, I don't, I don't belong there. I'm. Oh, no, it's a picture of the moon. It's like. I'm a nighttime person. The daylight has been scary. Like, I don't belong in the daylight anymore. I am saying goodbye to the outside world. Now, the next painting, this is a real confliction that's going on in Barry's mind. So let me describe it first. There is a nude 
male figure with his back to you, pointing, and he's standing on what looks like, I don't know, is that a brain, or what is that? I think it might be a cloud or a brain. A cloud or a brain, a pink brain-like substance, uh, like a hill, that this nude figure is standing on, and he's pointing off into the distance, and he's pointing at a man in a suit with a hat off in the distance. This, what we're looking at right now, and the man in the hat and the suit has his arms kind of like a side, like, oh, what is this? People are genuinely starting to get worried for my well-being. So here's what's happening with Wallman. So this is Barry in his mind. Again, this is all the portrait of what Barry is trying to take you on, the ride he's trying to take you on in his mind. And that's him looking at himself, and Wallman's the nude man standing on the hill. Barry, the stockbroker's the guy back in the background, and Wallman's saying, go, Barry. You don't belong here anymore. We are Wallman now. Oh, so the so the naked guy is Wallman. This is inside his head. This is his head having. So his he's own saying reflection. goodbye to his past. He's saying goodbye and a past hello to Barry, his future in the stockbroker brain cloud. Now we are Wallman. We live in the walls, and that's him. Yeah, that's saying him saying goodbye and saying this is who I am now. I am Wallman. If those ones freak to freak people out, the last one I think is going to be a little. Okay. All right, so you're ready. So he's confronted himself. Now, finally, this is the last image in okay. all of them. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Greg hasn't seen these, by the way. I have not. <laughs> this one is about, I would say, painting like it's about four feet tall. This is the big, this is the mm-hmm. largest out of all of them. Uh huh. All right, here it is. Let's take a look. Oh my, oh my God. And you can see the scale of the paintings next to it. It is back to the nude women. He really has a thing for nudity. That's the end. He really has got a thing for nudity. Um, let me... You can't um, really see anything in this one, so it's like... No, no. I mean, it's, you know, these are all paintings. These are... You can see the bust on the ground from nudes. yesterday. I've never touched anything. I haven't touched any of these. You know who this is? This is a, almost... A, is this a, like a life-size painting? Like, how yeah, tall it's is pretty, this Yeah, it, it's pretty much life-size. I think it's like four feet tall. So it's tall. a very elaborate picture of a nude woman from the side. Now, you can't see anything, Sarah said, with flowing red hair enveloping her face as she looks wistfully at the viewer. Uh, one hand up over her left arm, up over her shoulder, her right arm caressing her hair. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, she has, like, poppies and uh, different, like, polka dots and things around her. It's kind of surrealist, yeah. but, like, but her face is, like, I mean, her face and her body look realistic, and then everything's kind of... So here's what we're looking at. Wallman has been in the walls for so long that he forgot how to love. Now, he's had those feelings awaken once again. And this is why we're starting to see these paintings. This is why he's coming out of the walls <laughs> and putting this stuff up. Wallman has found someone. Found someone. To once again have those wistful feelings. I think I need to take a panoramic picture just so I can get all of them in one shot so that we can tell the story. And uh, we'll put this together for you so you can have the entire story. But Wallman's starting to awaken again. And I think there's somebody that he has a little fancy for. And I'm not going to say I know who it is, but I'm going to say there's one person that's lived there for a long time in this apartment complex. And I'm wondering... If perhaps that someone is you. Nobody's obsessed with the weird girl in the corner who just sits there and sweats and watches Desperate Housewives. Wallman would be. Oh, he would. Someone oh, I'm, I'm a shut as lonely type. as him. I am his type. Someone who's just type. as lonely. I am his type. Whose pale skin rarely sees the sun. 
I'm yes. kind of tan for me right now. For you. Yes, for you. You're his type. What do you do on your time off? You go to the cemetery. I like it there. Exactly. You are Wallman's type. Your, your room is filled with weird, strange things, and that's true. It's I also kind of messy. It's not, yeah. So he can go in there and lay down during the day when you're gone. I don't judge him because I can't tell that he's never uh, that he's ever been around. There. But he thinks maybe you do have an idea that he's been there, and you just don't admit it to yourself. Wallman is thinking of you. That's what I think is happening. That's what's right. going on. The best suggestion that is why Wallman is out. That I've had from the. Am I, am I wrong about this? Come on, I just painted an epic, epic movie. Here. It's very sad. It's very it's sad. Kind of a sad movie. But there's a little. Well, yes, it is. The man lives in. It walls. really is like a fucked man, up Southeast Portland Phantom of the Opera. The man lives in the walls, Sarah. But it's like the Wallman of the uh, Asylum or something. Yes. Yeah. And he is showing you his beautiful but yet tragic story right in front of you. He's gone through the ups and the downs, and now he's on the up again, and he's got his eyes on somebody. And that somebody better, better be ready for it. Better be ready to requite his love. Otherwise, he's going to be alone again. Wallman has awakened, and Wallman has his eyes on you. So it's being suggested in the chat, like, would it seem as if I'm courting him if I get my own weird picture and hang it up on the wall next to something? Yeah, that's like a creepy thing that you would see in some weird, I don't know, I don't know whose movie, but somebody's movie. Like being John Malkovich or something? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Where you're painting a picture for him. All right, now I'm kind of... You're going to paint him a picture? No, but I want to find like some weird, trippy picture and just kind of freak other people out. Because I can't be the only one in my entire building that thinks this is weird. Right? I mean, there are no other decorations in my building. It's only aimed for one person. (laughs) One person that can figure out what this story means. And I've just told you what the story means. I feel like I need to go to Goodwill after this and go and buy some, like, picture that feels like it would connect with all the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Well, there we are, sir. This is what is happening. What you do with it from here... It's up to you. Don't be surprised if you... Have you checked the paintings Oh my god, no, everyone is freaking me out saying that I am actually Wallman. And I'm just not aware of it. Um, And Chet says she thinks she doesn't answer the door because she's antisocial, but it's actually because she's entered a state, uh, a fugue state, and then enters the walls. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know. I don't think that you are Wallman, but I think that you have a connection to him. Like related? No, there's something. You think he's British like me? I don't don't think so. I don't know. That's where we're at. That's the saga, though, as far as I know. As far as I know about Wallman. So I don't know what else you would want. Do you have other questions? I mean, I might be able to answer them. I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of, should I be afraid of him? Not yet. No, not yet. I mean, what? But he's shown you he's had violent thoughts before with the painting of the bloody woman. Like, he's gone down the dark path before and he came out. That's why he became the wall man. Yet at his heart, he's a sweet spirit. Mm. He's confused. He's lived in the dark for a long time. And now he's seen this love that is shining in front of him with the flowers on there. He's thinking, oh, perhaps I can think of the outside again. The outside again. Perhaps I can. Yes. You're only made of moon. No, so, I mean, th- this, is what we're, this is what we're talking about here. So Wallman has his fence. His fancy's been stroked. And now... This is decide. what, all right, I just found a picture of, this is what this reminds me of. There's a famous painting called right, The Kiss. Another, another 
thing that we'll put up well, before the podcast. So again, say what it is. The what is it? What is it that you looked up? Oh, I, I was looking up um, this uh, this famous painting. I can't remember the artist, but it's called the Kiss. But it's called the Kiss, and it looks kind of reminiscent of the creepy lady from um, like the nude lady at the very end of the last thing. Oh, okay. So maybe maybe it's an. I don't want to think that there's somebody living in my wall. So maybe it's like an art student who's just trying to like dabble in the style of other artists. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to more reality here. It's no. wall man. So, all right, there we go. What else would you like to talk about today, sir? That is what's happening. I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah, I know. And now I'm kind of... Do you believe me now? No, I don't believe you, but I didn't realize how weird it was. That somebody's telling a story No, I don't believe that somebody's telling a story, but I think I should be concerned as to why there are so many disturbing images hanging on the walls down there. It doesn't seem like normal artwork. Like if there was... And it's... Like, all so odd together that it doesn't seem like it could be from a bunch of random different apartments. Mm-hmm. Like, there aren't that many weird people that live in my building that have all these, like, really odd particular types of artwork. Yeah. I don't know. What? I'm just taking a look here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things to think about with this, but that's that's what it is. That's what's happening in your apartment. So, um, I don't know what you want to do about it, but that's, that's where we're at, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Um, oh, Mike found. Okay, so some, Mike actually found one of the pictures. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll have to look it up. Okay. All right. All right. Well, there it is. If you would like to see these pictures, go to funemploymentradio.com. All right, what are we supposed to do after this, Greg? You've broken my spirit. Episode. Well, I just really, I wasn't trying to break anybody's spirit. I just wanted you to know what was, what was going on. I'm trying to help you out, is what I'm trying to do, Sarah. I'm trying to help you. I've learned so much from bizarre men today. I've learned that there's a man living in my walls and that Hillary Clinton eats babies. Yes. Okay. Well, there we go. All, <laughs> all the lessons I've learned today. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably about it then for today. You think so? And we'll wrap it on up. All right. Probably. Yeah. But I do want to say this. Thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio. We oh, really do appreciate it. And I did notice nobody sent in anything. I mean, I'm not calling anybody out, but I did see that we, there was a birthday today that we should okay. wish. And we want to wish a very happy birthday to Vash. Oh, hello, Vash. Vash, happy, happy, happy birthday to you, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Sarah, so what are you going to do when you go home? I'm going to find a picture and I want to put something on the wall, too. You're going to contribute to this? I kind of want to. All right. Well, what's well, going to happen? Well, first I'm going to try and take a panoramic picture and see if anybody else has a better explanation as to what it is. Because I know yours was very thorough and I'm sure well thought out, not impromptu at all. Um, I told you exactly what's going uh-huh. on and what has happened. I've told you an epic tale that could be a movie someday about Wallman. You could write a movie about Wallman. I don't want to know that movie because you know that I don't live in the end. <laughs> it goes either that or you start living in the walls. It's one or the other. You become wall lady. Wall I mean, woman. I might have to if these rent prices keep increasing. Am I right? Mute you right there. All right, go home. Walls are rent free, Greg. This story shall continue. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com. And uh, like I said, click on the Amazon link. And also, pick up your tickets to Rose City Comic Con. 
Rose City Comic Con, September 7th through the 9th here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, as we've said before, it is a absolutely wonderful event. And it's it's gotten really big. It's it's gotten really big. Oh, and yeah. so there's all kinds of different in addition to, you know, the celebrities that we've been talking about that are going to be be there. There's lots of lots of different vendors, things that you can buy. Last year I looked at lightsabers and I still really, really want one. What um, would you do with a lightsaber? You have all these things that you're gonna hurt yourself with. Yeah, but it's so cool. Do you wanna add it to your collection with your sword and your crossbow and Yeah. Yeah. Why why would I not want one? I mean, I don't understand. No, I mean, I see why you'd want one, but what do you? What would you do with uh, it? I don't know. I don't know, Sarah. I mean, that's a silly question for anybody to ask. Okay. Um, so, again, Rose City Comic Con happening this September 7th through the 9th. Um, so many different things that you can pick up associated with it. I highly suggest just going to rosecitycomiccon.com and taking a look. Yeah, and checking out all the people that are going to be there. Checking out all the people all that are going to be there and the all the vendors, different events. Yeah, and the- what I'm really excited about are the panels. Yes. The panels are really, really fun. They haven't announced what I don't think a lot of them are yet, so that'll be coming. That's why you got to pay attention to Rose City Comic Con, but trust me, you will want to go to some of these panels. Heck yeah. Yeah, they are fun. All right, uh, like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com. Good job, Thanks Greg. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Uh, we'll have some videos going up soon yes. for our YouTube account, youtube.com slash Radio. If you go there, uh, hit the subscribe button to our channel. That would be great. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. Oh.